Coming back at you again, this is Coach Jimmy G Jr. of the Legacy in Leadership podcast. In all areas of your life, whether that's business, personal, family, friends, your health, you're going to consistently be surrounded typically by the same people, those you live with, work with, even work out with, et cetera, right? It's not really going to change much over time. So you need to be absolutely sure that you're surrounded by the best of the best. In this episode, stay tuned because Devon and I are going to be breaking down why you should keep your inner circle small. Right about now, you are listening to the Legacy and Leadership Podcast, a show where we discuss living as a leader worth following, leading others to do the same, and in doing so, leaving a legacy for future generations. My name is Jimmy Gonzalez Jr., a learning and development professional and leadership coach, sitting down with my co-host, Anthony Devon Watts Jr., an expert contact center leader that has effectively led and developed dynamic teams with high motivation. Together, we have over 30 years experience in the corporate game. Join us as we discuss our growth as leaders, share the lessons we've learned, and interview others to see how their leadership style was shaped as they were mentored by adversity. Yo, 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 Legacy Leaders, welcome back to the Legacy and Leadership Podcast, brought to you by your L3G coaches. I am Jimmy Gonzalez, along with my homeboy, Devon Watts. Here. What is good, bro? How you doing? Doing well, man. Uh, doing well. Uh, got a belly full of uh, fresh, hot McDonald's and Starbucks. Uh, only the only the finest for the family. Uh, only the I finest for the family. <laughs> I didn't feel like cooking today, man, and so uh, we got to we got to relive a little bit of a childhood moment uh, for me because um, we wanted to make sure that you know McDonald's, especially the fries, they're not right if they're not fresh. Like they got to be fresh. So we said, you know what? Let's pack up the boys and we actually gonna go to our local McDonald's and actually sit down in the McDonald's and eat them so we can catch them like the fries right out the oil. Um, and you know, I was, I think I was sharing with you, man. I haven't, I haven't had that experience of sitting down and eating at McDonald's, like with my family, like since I was a little kid, like a jit jit. Right. So, um, that was cool, man. Just to kind of experience that with, uh, you know, the boys and, and the missus and us stuff in our faces. I couldn't get off the move. My dad used to get off. He used to convince us to save space on the table. Let's take all of your fries and consolidate it in one tray. Right. And then, you know, we'll all share from this tray. Um, and he would eat a disproportionate amount of the fries. Um, I couldn't pull that move off. My family, they, they saw me coming from a mile away. I was like, Hey, let's just combine our fries. No, Nope. No, I'm good. I'll make it work over here. Dad. I promise. Like, man, how did he get this over on us? So, um, so I'm good, man. I'm ready to pod, man. I'm ready to pod and, um, connect with our folks. And, um, deliver the message that we have to deliver, uh, um, you know, about, you know, your inner circle. I know we've been talking about that a little bit over these past couple of episodes. And, um, I think today what we're planning on getting really into is like kind of talking about like why you should keep your inner circle small, which is important as a, as an entrepreneur, as a leader, um, when it comes to decision-making and counsel and who you decide to trust and, um, even beyond just kind of, you know, the immediate inner circle, but what are some learnings that you can take from that? process of keeping your inner circle small and the values of that and how can you apply that to how you grow and scale your business um and so yeah i'm excited to get into that but how are you doing today man i'm doing well i'm doing well it's been a good day uh, i got the fresh cut had a chance hey. to go see see jazz i was definitely past due 
for the cut. I don't know if you've noticed because I was just talking to my wife. She's like, yeah, I thought something was different. Like, like, oh, no, it's in his older age, is his forehead getting bigger? I'm like, no, sweetheart. Um, he had to, like, take the fade up a little bit higher. So it's that moment when your barber asks you, did you edge yourself up? I was like, yeah. He's like, did you use a razor? I was like, yeah. He's like, don't do that again. Like, just, just, just wear a hat next time. I didn't say anything. Because this is like the second time that this has happened. And then my mom, like, but I had appearances I had to make. Like, the edge was, but you know, you don't have the right type of mirror and view. And I, I knew I kind of got into it the wrong way. So now he was like doing extra work hey, man, and like I doing gotta, surgery on the yeah, edge. I was going to say, he's like, all right, we need uh, 7cc stats of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I need a two guard or one guard and get me, get me, get me the straight razor. We're going to see if we can sure. save this hairline. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But, uh, but yeah. Jazz, Jazz did his thing. So um, happy about that, <clears throat> and just you know, just a chance to get to go into the shop and see the fellas. Uh, besides that, yeah, the, the day has been good. Um, again, no complaints, man. Um, excited, like you said, about the conversations that we've been having, and just continuing to to focus on protecting your inner circle. Uh, so, if you are a new listener, uh, or if you're a loyal listener, uh, please make sure that you like this episode, like the podcast, and give us a review. We love comments. Always love comments. Uh, uh, but if you're listening on Podbeam, Apple, Spotify, wherever you like to enjoy to consume your podcast, again, go ahead and leave us a review. We definitely appreciate that. Uh, and for our viewers out there who are watching our YouTube channel and this vidcast, uh, same thing. Like the video. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to the channel and definitely leave us comments because we read them. Uh, we engage, and like you've seen in a couple of examples, we would like to do it more. We definitely want to give our legacy leader community out there shout-outs uh, for the individuals that uh, leave comments and, and engage with us in, in that type of way. And you never know, like it happened a couple of episodes ago, your comments might spark uh, a, a particular topic for us that we end up discussing and taking a deep dive in within the podcast itself. Uh, but yeah, this is episode thirty. Seven, I believe. No, this is episode 38. 38. Sorry, this is episode 38. Yeah, coming off the heels of our first live podcast episode on Podbeam. Uh, That is our kind of our installment of Cobrew and Convos, which are L3G coaches. Um, So, yeah, so we got, you know, we got the podcast itself. Uh, We have our NBA series, which we'll get to at the end and let you know what's coming up with that. And then, yeah, we got Cold Brew and Convo. So be on the lookout for that every Wednesday evening at 8 o'clock live podcast. Again, with your your L3G coaches coaching you up. Coaching you up. Yeah, talking about the X's and O's of business and entrepreneurship for all of our entree leaders out there. Love it, man. Uh, with full sound effects and everything. So if you guys appreciate yes. the little nugget drops and all that stuff, we'll you know we'll have the full sound effects um, and a couple new ones. You know we had to uh, you know uh, clap it up a little bit and also give some booze, <laughs> some booze to the audience. So um, yeah, man, it's a good time and uh, we enjoy engaging. So definitely make sure that you guys join us Wednesdays, eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Um, cold brew and convos. We're gonna be teaching you up. Yeah. So episode 38, 
Uh, again, we've been talking about protecting your inner circle uh, on one of our last episodes. I guess that would be episode 36. Uh, we were talking about really seven personality types, toxic personality types that you should be aware of and making sure that you get out and keep out of your inner circle uh, and talking about the importance of, importance of that. Uh, but then, you know, in that same uh, same tone or vein, we definitely wanted to discuss, uh, as Devon mentioned already, um, why it's important to keep your inner circle small. Um, we've been having some conversations kind of off mic before we recorded, and uh, so we feel like, yeah, we got some good some good nuggets to drop uh, and, and just some different aspects to, to really jump into. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, just kind of again flushing this out just a little bit more um as we continue to kind of talk about your inner circle if you guys haven't listened to episode 36 where we talk about the seven different personality types we all know that one of the most important decisions you can make as an entrepreneur as an entre leader right um is who do you decide to build with and a lot of times as entrepreneurs we tend to gravitate towards building with people that we have a relationship with right um, friends, we obviously, you know, there's a certain level of trust, there's a certain level of rapport, there's a certain level of understanding, and a desire to want to be successful. I mean, that's part of the, um, you know, reason that, for example, Jimmy and myself have started to build the Legacy Leadership Learning Group is because these conversations that we're having right now about leadership and these concepts and breaking this stuff down, we've been talking about for 12 plus years, mm -hmm. right? And we just said, hey, you know what? We're passionate about this. We have a lot of expertise. Um, we've been able to experience some things um, in life and we think that we can offer something to the space, right? Um, and so knowing how important that decision is, we feel um, obligated to bring to the attention of our, our listeners, our entrepreneur leaders out there uh, as a part of this coaching um, is how to practice discernment and identifying toxic personality types that may exist within your inner circle that um, could create issues for you when it comes to building your business, right? And uh, who you decide to go into business with. And then now, you know, as you start to continue to build and people start to see some um, semblance of success or they're starting to see the vision and those things come to fruition, how to combat allowing your circle to grow, right? Because um, it's important that you keep that inner circle tight. And uh, I think, you know, that's one of the areas where we have full influence or control over our, you know, the nature of those relationships, right? Because we can't pick our family, right? Like mm -hmm. once we're born and we're here, this is what we got, right? And, you know, we're making the best out of um, of what we have. And um, I, I say that a little tongue in cheek, right? Because we all experience the range of personalities and just people that exist in our family. Some we're really close with and um, there's a lot of value we can extract and others is like, I'm going to see you at the cookout and that's probably it. <laughs> right. Um, coworkers, we really don't have a lot of say in, um, right. Like once we join an organization, the folks that also um, have joined, like that's what we have to, you know, have to deal with and navigate and navigate those personalities. But when mm -hmm. it comes to friends, when it comes to your inner circle, you have full influence over that. And so we want to really just kind of talk about why to keep that that circle small, um, the value of keeping that circle small um, and, uh, you know, deep diving again beyond that, like how you can take some of those learnings and apply it to scaling your business and how do you build out the community um, for your business um, as well. Yeah, so we, we want you guys out there, our legacy leaders, our entree leaders to think about quality instead of quantity right so kind of from a mac micro perspective again your friendships 
uh, your business partners, uh, and then from more of a macro perspective, when you're thinking about your community, again, think quality versus quantity. So we'll jump into that. Um, but a lot of, you know, as, as you get older, I think a lot of adults, uh, the majority, like if you ask people, they're, they're probably going to say, yeah, I'd rather have stronger relationships, right? And deeper relationships, even if there are a few than having, you know, multiple, multiple relationships or just kind of a, a variety of, of what you might consider acquaintances. Um, and I've even expressed this with you over the last year. Like that's something that was was heavy on my heart and on my spirit that, you know what, like I'm just not that type of individual anyway that has, again, like a large number of friends, but even that close circle, like I'm, I, I, I want to go deeper. Like I, my wife, my kids, my homeboys like yourself, like I want to make sure uh, that those relationships that I'm cultivating, I'm intentional about doing things um, to to help those relationships get deeper with my son, you know, um, even like with my moms and my pops. Um, I think it's it's somewhat natural, you know, as you get older uh, to feel that way. But there's a reason for that, right? It, it's, you know that there's limited time. The more your dynamics change in your life and the older that you get, like you just don't have a lot of time in general. So it's important that, all right, the time that I have that I'm going to invest, I want to make sure that there's specific people I'm going to be investing in and I'm going to try to make those relationships and that time uh, make them as meaningful as possible. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's funny you talk about like deeper, right? Because like when we started, you know, wrestling with this concept, like the first image that came to mind was just like uh, oil drilling, right? Uh, oil drilling. Um, you know, obviously people know the value that oil represents, right? For for the world. I mean, wars have been started because of it. Um, you know, um, occupations. Um, you know, from one country to another, um, like it represents economic freedom, all this other stuff, right? Because, so there's a value, mm -hmm. there's a value there. And when you look at the process of how, you know, these organizations go about extracting the value, you know, the value of oil, a lot of that concept can be applied to your relationships. Like what you start to understand is that the value where you can get to the value or extract the value is in going deep, not going wide, right? It's not, it's not about the breadth of relationships, like how many folks that you know and engage with. It's really about how deep are those relationships, right? Um, and as we talked about in episode 36, uh, when we talked about the dangers of having some of these toxic personality types within your inner circle, mm -hmm. um, because obviously that cl that close proximity and trusting these individuals, you're often using them as counsel. It's important that you keep that circle small and those relationships deep so that you can have confidence in the counsel that you're receiving, right? The confidence in the counsel that you're receiving. Um, you know, our listeners may have heard us mention this plenty of times, and it's definitely something that um, I think you and I um, ended up stumbling across years ago as we were just kind of going through, um, you know, studying the word and some Bible study and, and things like that. Um, actually, it was a book from Praying Through Kings. I think it was mm -hmm. Praying Through Kings. Um, and uh, in that, you know, there was a, a com or a, a quote that just really resonated with me and that I continue to carry with me, which is every king needs counsel, right? Every king needs counsel. So every leader needs counsel. Um, and this past weekend, we had some friends over uh, and 
um, we were just perusing through HBO Max. You know how that goes. Like, you know, I'll just chill in. Mm-hmm. And like, all right, let's see what's on HBO Max. Um, and I came across King Arthur, the movie King Arthur, um, which I think I'd seen before, but I didn't really pay attention. Um, and so I watched it. It was actually pretty good. It's worth the watch um, if you guys haven't checked it uh, checked it out. But um, it's crazy, like, thinking about the message in there, right? King Arthur. Everybody knows King Arthur for having a round table, <laughs> Right. A round table. Um, And, you know, just thinking about our messaging when it comes to the importance of keeping your inner circle small. Right. King Arthur's table was round for a reason. Right. Because you can only fit so many seats at the table. Mm -hmm. Right. If it was long, if it was rectangular, you can keep adding on seats and adding on seats and adding on seats and growing that council that he needs as a king. And now what you do is you end up cheapening um, or. you know, you start to add individuals to the equation where the relationship is shallow. And so you can't have confidence in the council. So um, it's fitting that King Arthur, the round table, and we're talking about your inner circle and keeping your inner circle small, right? Is again, going back to that, it's important that, you know, you're focused on the depth of your relationships and not the, the, the breadth of your relationships and that you try to go deeper, deeper with, um, all those that you, you know you you have a really close relationship with, like you mentioned, you know the misses, the kids, but especially you know even in your friendships, pushing yourself, um, you know being intentional, being intentional about uh, making those relationships deeper and more meaningful. Yeah, and you know that that might be somewhat challenging at times. You know, even through this past year. Um, you know, there's obviously a handful of guys that that I are in my inner circle that I confide in. Uh, but then there's, you know, there's individuals that that are in that circle. But then there's individuals that I, I speak to more so on a regular basis. Um, you know, so obviously you're one of those individuals. I think about uh, my homeboy Gary as well. And, um, you know, as 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 men, I think part of that is, you know, allowing yourself to be vulnerable, uh, expressing really how you're feeling with people. Right. And and being able to to allow those relationships to go deeper, which that's a challenge. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about that before, too, you know, with with men in, in society, that that's not necessarily how we were raised, you know, to to allow for emotion and and passion to be expressed in those type of ways it's great when you're on the football field playing sports and you're in the gym uh, but when it comes to having a a one-on-one conversation or you know this relationship with one of your homeboys um that hasn't again always been how how we were taught to to navigate those relationships um but it's 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 important because you know we talk about as well you know iron sharpens iron well in order for that to truly be a reality, there has to be transparency. There has to be an acceptance of accountability. Um, and if you're not sharing things with your people, with those individuals that are in your circle, the accountability is not going to be there. The wise counsel, because you have to be able to say, hey, this is what I'm going through and I've made a mistake or I'm thinking about these things and I need your help to avoid it. Or and I've already stepped in it, and I need your wise counsel to help me get out of this situation. Um, but again, that takes 
uh, it takes vulnerability. It takes humbling yourself, you know, to, to these individuals. And again, as men, that doesn't necessarily always come naturally. Um, but humbling yourself and, and being transparent, being vulnerable and, and allowing, you know, for, again, those relationships to be able to get deep. But that, that takes time, right? It takes time to build trust, to, to build those relationships up. Um, well, I think that's to your point, that's where, um, that's where the importance of like being able to go deep comes in is there's only so much time there's only so much time that you have to foster or nurture those type of meaningful relationships and so if time is finite mm -hmm. right every additional person that you quote unquote add to your circle of trust is now occupying a slice of that finite time and so absolutely there's only so much that you can get um that you can connect with or share transparently and have that space to work through the wide range of emotions or things that may come up, you know, if you're spreading yourself too thin, right? Um, I mean, there's been plenty of times, you know, you and I, um, we'll sit on here and we'll chop it up for, um, you know, an hour on the pod, but you know, we're, we're chopping it up an hour before and an hour after that's three hours. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, um, all value at, obviously all value yeah. out of stuff and loving just catching up and stuff like that. Right. But like, you know, could we do that if we had t 10, 20 people, 30 people that are, that are in our inner, our quote unquote inner circle? Like, mm -hmm. no, you just can't be, um, build that type of meaningful relationship. And, um, to your point, like I think about myself and I love, I love, um, what you brought up here about like just the account, the accountability, the space for accountability has to exist. Right. Um, you know, I have probably about five people period in my inner circle and they all have met me at different times in my life. They all offer something different to me, um, you know, in my life, but these are individuals that I have confidence in their counsel. I have confidence in their counsel. Right. And I have confidence because of the depth of our relationships for each one of them. I have been through some things. They've ha they've had exposure to me and my lowest point, um, you know, some of my lowest points and been able to pour into me and you know be there as somebody that can hear me out and give me confidence and advice and encouragement. Um, the word. Right. Um, and vice versa. I've been there for them in some of their lowest points. Right. Um, and so the, the quality of those relationships and the depth of those relationships are so significant that I have confidence in their counsel so that these individuals like actually, if I think about it, every single one of these individuals and our, again, our relationships are rooted in depth of, you know, a depth of trust personally also reach out to me because they trust my counsel when it comes to their business. Right. Mm -hmm. So like these individuals, like obviously you and I are in business together, but um, I'm thinking about Lewis. I'm thinking about my homeboy, um, Andy Clyde. Like um, I'm thinking about Shav. Right. I'm thinking about Richard. Like these individuals have reached out to me inquiring and asking my perspective about what's going on in their business that I'm not a part of. I have no stake in. I'm not a, you know, uh, a co-owner or anything like that. They just trust me because of the depth of our relationship. Right. Um and so um, they trust me because they know that accountability is going to exist there because they've given me accountability and that the healthy friction will be there and that um, having those differing perspectives is necessary to sharpen iron, right? Like the, the sharpening of iron comes from the healthy friction, 
right? Mm -hmm. That means if you really think about like friction, like let's get into the science of it, right? That means that you have a set of material that is moving in one direction and another set of material that's moving in the opposite direction. And there's pressure there, right? And through that process, there's friction, right? So that means the differing perspectives are necessary in order to sharpen both, you know, both sets of material, both tools, right? If there is no friction, they're moving in the same direction. Honestly, what ends up happening is they don't sharpen, they end up dulling each other, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, when we think about the importance of keeping your inner circle small the, and why those relationships are so meaningful, those friendships are so meaningful, why it's important to go deep, um, it's that. It's that you need that type of accountability, that type of healthy friction in order to continue to grow, to be refined um, as a leader, as an entre leader, as a person. And you, you guys already know, like, when we, when we deliver these messages to you, we're not just talking about the, again, the X's and O's of your business, right? We're talking about the X's and O's of life. This is the playbook of life. You have exactly. to be sharper in all these areas, right? Um, be able to deliver in all of these areas. And so um, I love the point that you're bringing up just around the healthy friction and the accountability being necessary because that's the only way that iron truly sharpens iron. And you know, it's it's important as well, right? You know. There's definitely as you as you start to cultivate these relationships, you know, you tend to to gravitate towards these individuals because there are some similarities. Right. That doesn't mean that to your point that everybody is in the same mindset or thought process, uh, because there's benefit to having diverse perspectives in your inner circle. Uh, and you don't want a lot of people like you because of what you just said, that's dull. Uh, and when you're trying to to be the best version of yourself, surrounding yourself with other individuals that have that same mentality and they're trying to be the best version of themselves. Again, you know that part of that is being able to, to look in the mirror or sometimes have somebody else look at you and give you that feedback and hold you accountable. Um, that's where the friction comes in, but with that friction, uh, with the, you know, kind of the, the testing of those conversations and that growth, um, you begin to to continue to take steps and move in that direction again of, of truly becoming that that best version of yourself. Um, it's man, it's important, right? Like I think about um, the quote, uh, Jim Rome, like you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Right. Um, I've also had like, you know, in in three years or so, you know, the the books that you read and the people that you hang with will determine, you know, who you're going to be in three to five years. Um, and that's so true because it's these individuals in some form or fashion, you're you're allowing them right access to you. You're allowing them access to to speak into your life, uh, to to influence your life in some type of way. So you have to be super mindful of of those individuals and who you allow that into. And also in your maturing also understand, cause we had this conversation, right? Like whether it's you and I or other friends we have, like we don't always agree on stuff, but that's not the point. Mm -hmm. Like the point is not to always agree. It's, it's okay to have, you know, differencing of opinions and disagreements and talk through those things. And sometimes you never like, all right, you know, it, it at least gives you pause to start thinking 
about your perspective and, and where you stand. And sometimes maybe like, nah, like whatever. And I love you, but like, I'm just, I don't see it that way. Definitely. Or you know what? That, that, that is an interesting thought. Let me at least think about it. Let me ponder it. Let me digest it a little bit more. Um, and again, that's, that's where growth happens. Right. And that's somewhat part of the challenge that we have today in society is that, you know, individuals are, you want to be with like-minded people, but not exactly like you to where we all think and speak and say the same things. And you don't have that, 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 the, the diverse thought around you that provides benefit, it provides benefit to you and, and, and others when you can kind of challenge each other and talk through those things. Um, so yeah, man, just super important again to, to really think about your inner circle, who you have in that inner circle, uh, and, and focusing on the depth of those relationships, mm-hmm. um, and how you go about, you know, selecting that man. I, you know, I was saying it earlier as well, you know, I think about, um, you know, you mentioned your pops, even my dad as well. And the, the number of times that I know I was able to go to him and say, Hey, this is the situation that happened. Um, like I need some help. I need, I need some counsel. I need, you know, some, some thought on how to get out of this. Um, you know, my pastor as well, definitely is somebody who, you know, I value obviously their opinion, his opinion and, and where he's coming from. Um, so it just, you know, I guess we can't really speak enough to the importance of keeping your inner circle small, but also the, the, the importance of that wise counsel that comes from that, uh, and how people see you, like you said, and people reaching out and knowing that, like, I can trust this person because of your track record, right? Mm. There's depth in those relationships because of time, because of challenging or difficult conversations and working through those things, you know, your level of excellence, uh, the person that you are, like that means something to those individuals that like, you know what, when I have a question, whether it's about life or whether it's about business, I know that I can call Devon and I'm going to get a, I'm going to get the real and I'm going to get real perspective. Uh, and even if I might not like it, he's still going to be honest with me, but that's what I need. And that's what I'm looking for. Um, just so valuable as an individual. And then again, as, as a business owner to have those people that again, you can go to, to bounce ideas off of and get that same type of wise counsel. No, I love that, man. And the the point I was going to make too, is that, you know, when we talk about keeping your circle small, I want to make sure that our, our listeners are following us, our entrepreneurs are following us. It doesn't mean like just keep it small, but don't go deep. We're tying the two things together for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. We're saying you're, you need to keep it small so that you can go deep. The value is in deepening those relationships, deepening the relationships within your inner circle. And that means that, and you called this out, like there's going to be some uncomfortable conversations. Mm-hmm. Every single person that is in my inner circle, we have had difficult conversations at one point or another. And it is uneasy. Um, it is awkward. Um, like I want to acknowledge that for all of our listeners, like these things will exist, but you have to push through. It's kind of like, Oh, what was I reading, man? I was reading, I don't know why, but I just, again, you know me, man. I just like to consume random stuff. So I was reading something that was like kind of getting into like, why do people for like, for example, pick at like, um, like bumps and scabs and stuff like that. Right. Mm. On the body. And it's not, I know, but I promise you there's a point here. Right. But I'm listening. And it's, it is not just because like people have some type of nervous tick, but what it is is subconsciously we do that to invoke a certain level of 
pain, of discomfort and pain, because we also associate that discomfort and that pain with um, our mortality, right? Mm. It's almost like a reminder that I am a living being and that also I can experience things and that there is, as dark as this may sound, if you want to take it dark, but there is a finality to this life that I'm living, right? And so it was just kind of that reminder of um, your presence, right? And like your existence and, um, you know, again, your your mortality. And so uh, the reason why I'm saying that is because, you know, when you're having these difficult conversations or when you're trying to go deep, going deep, it's going to feel uncomfortable, much like picking at a scab, right? It is going to feel awkward. It is going to feel painful, right? But the goal there is a reminder, right? It's to serve as a reminder of how to get the most out of the relationship, how to get the most out of your life, right? Like it is a reminder that, you know, these relationships are much more meaningful than just being transactional, Mm -hmm. right? And so, you know, I think that's probably the biggest point that, that you, you know, you kind of um, stress or made is, you know, it's not just keeping it small, but it's also going deep and then being intentional about going deep and having these discussions and, you know, trying to establish a relationship, trying to establish a rapport, demonstrating vulnerability, asking for humility. And only through that can you then have the type of relationships where, Hey, I need to, I'm a re- I'm reaching out. I do. I am dealing with something and I need counsel on this and I have confidence in the counsel because of the track record. Right. If it wasn't for those difficult conversations, if it wasn't for the conversations where my boys were, um, we've shed tears, right. Where we've talked about our fears. We've talked about, um, our, our mess ups. We've talked about, um, you know, uh, our shortcomings, how to improve our aspirations, what we're building. If it wasn't for that, then we wouldn't have the track record established, the the credibility established, the cachet established to say I'm hitting up Jimmy because I know I'm getting I'm going to get the real. I know I'm going to get the real because we done been through the real. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? We done been through the real, so I know exactly what I'm getting when I pick up this line. I know exactly what I'm getting when we chop it up uh, pre pod and post pod. Like I know exactly what I'm getting. Um, and so, um, that would be my challenge to a lot of our, our entre leaders out there, our entrepreneurs, our, uh, legacy leaders as you're listening is, uh, don't just keep the, your circle small, focus on making your circle deep. And I think if you're exactly. intentional about making it deep, you'll naturally keep it small. Yeah. So choose when you think about, again, keeping your inner circle small, choose your friends, choose these individuals wisely, think quality over quantity. Um, And, you know, some of us may naturally just be like that. Like, again, at heart, I really am introverted. So like if I'm at a party or something like that, it's been, I guess, a long time since I've been at a party. Uh, But like I'm the type of individual, I'm not going to be like moving around talking to a whole bunch of people. Like if I can have one to two like really good conversations, I would have left feeling comfortable and like, yeah, like that was that was meaningful for me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, So, again, it's about that quality instead of quantity, but also knowing that, you know, when you're choosing these individuals, it takes time. It takes trust. You know, I, I think about from a business perspective, right, getting people to know you, like you and trust you. Um, your friendship may have started, you know, 12 years ago, but it was 
It was those first couple of weeks. It was those first couple of conversations. It was those first few months. And all of a sudden, okay, there's a connection here. I appreciate what I'm getting from this individual. Then it becomes years. And before you know it, you know, you have a, a lifetime or a lifelong uh, friendship. Um, and I mentioned this on, on, you know, on episode 36 that also realizing that you're going to have people, like I mentioned, that might be in your inner circle, but they're not necessarily always individuals that I talk to like on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I have uh, another very close friend that I probably by now I haven't talked to him in probably four or five months. Um, but we may go four or five or six months before we have a conversation, but this is somebody that I've known since high school. So again, like ninth grade, like we've been through some things. Um, we've played sports together. We've been through some serious situations together. You know, we, we spent, hours in the freezer of Kentucky Fried Chicken when we were like 17, 18 years old, (laughs) trying to get some extra hours and cleaning up the freezer because that was the only thing that was available for us if we wanted some more money and extra hours. But like in that moment, we were in there doing our job, but like we had one of the most meaningful conversations at that point of our relationship. But like it led to so much more and a deepening of our appreciation for each other and our relationship as we became young men. And then as we grew into men and then started having our own families and children and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, man, it's, it's just about quality versus quantity and realizing that you may have some situations where people are kind of, you know, in your life for a season. They come in, they come out. But knowing that. That's still one of those individuals that like if I need something, if I have a question, like I know that I can go to that person and they're going to be there for me um, and I can trust their help. I can trust their feedback. I can trust, again, the the opinion that they're going to provide. Um, so, again, you know, when we're thinking about keeping your circle small uh, and again, the, the circle, but this this circle of influence in your life, maybe it's three people, five people, six people, maybe it's just two or three. Um, but create those close bonds with those individuals uh, and you'll see that you'll come to rely on them uh, more and more, especially again in those in those times of need or just when you want to have, you know, hang out, have a good time. Like these are my people that I know um, are like my ride or dies, man, and we're going to have a good time no matter what. Um, so what we wanted to do is, you know, again, take that same kind of concept, but especially for our entrepreneurs out there and business owners, you know, how do we how do we view that same pers- that same perspective, but from a, a, a business sense? So not just like you and I and, and, you know, having business partners and making sure that um, you're evenly yoked. You know, to me, that's very important um, for your inner circle, but especially like if I'm going to go into business with somebody like this is serious, man. This is how um, not right now, but right. The goal is, yeah, like we hope that this is going to be something that helps uh, to provide that legacy that we're trying to leave for our family. So like this has to be something that I trust dearly. Um, and again, we have the, the same type of values because when we're making decisions, we're, we're not necessarily going to be exact in that process that we go through. But I know that our faith, I know that our beliefs are kind of the engine and the, and, and the, the genesis of Mm-hmm. Where that well that we're going to to help us make the decisions that we're making. That's just super important, man. Um, but when you think about your community and you think about building your community, it's important as well to to go deep with your community and to think about quality instead of quantity. 
you know, so from a social media perspective, you know, you have a lot of folks that they want to build this huge community. They, they see other folks out there, uh, these, you know, influencers with hundreds of thousands of, of fans and followers, which is cool. But I think it's 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 even more important to to nurture your community and really think about those 1000 true fans that no matter what, no matter what you put out there, free content, paid content, free services, paid services, they are going to be there uh, every single time you put out. Uh, a podcast, they're going to be there. You put out an e-learning course, they're going to be there. You put out some uh, some swag and shirts and sweaters, like they're going to be there for that because they value that. Uh, and just the importance of going deep with your community and doing your best to build strong relationships, uh, even with a few people, instead of trying to have, you know, more so of a, a superficial kind of relationship with thousands and thousands of people. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, anybody that um, truly um, has expertise in marketing will tell you, right, that um, there's not a secret, there's not a, a secret button that you can hit that drives your engagement through the roof, right? It's like, it has to be genuine. You have to meet people, mm -hmm. you have to meet your community where they're at, and you have to establish genuine connections and then create value in the marketplace, value in the space that you're occupying, right? And then you slowly build your community from there. Um, and just like we talked about with making sure that you're going deep with your inner circle, the same concept applies, like you called out, to building your community for your business, being able to go deep, right? And I think that's important to bring to our entre leaders because, you know, social media, um, I, mean, I hate to be that guy, I sound like a boomer, but, uh, <laughs> but, you know, when we really think about like the way that our social media, social media has been set up from the time of MySpace to like now, right? Like we gonna go take it way back, like MySpace to now, mm. right? Um, it is set up, it has been set up with the intention of, driving exposure as opposed to like rewarding exposure as opposed to rewarding intimacy right like if you really think about on these pages that you look at with these brands or these personalities and all this other stuff right like what is flashed to everybody you know twitter ig all that right it's a number of followers but they don't flash in the the engagement scores mm -hmm. right you know what i mean and we all know that you know from how the algorithm works and what shows up on people's timelines, the algorithm actually over indexes on engagement with your content than it is the number of people that you follow, right? Um, and when we say engagement, we're not talking about like passive likes, right? We're talking about people that comment, we're talking about people that save um, your posts and things like that, mm -hmm. right? Um, that's true engagement. And so the, it's, it's telling because you can have a brand that has a million followers and the get in the engagement is less than 2%. And then you have another brand that has maybe 50,000 followers, but that engagement is 20, 30%, right? Who's making the more, the more meaningful connection, right? Who is, um, seeing the, the type of growth that they need to see in their business, right? Um, there is, um, there are vehicles out there, um, you know, um, businesses out there that understand that the way that a lot of us are wired to assess our value in the marketplace is on likes. And so, you know, they have these like farms and these follow farms, right? 
But at the end of the day, does that drive monetization for your business? Does, does that drive a cult following? Can you like, can you take this community that you've built and move it from one platform to another? That's the mm. test, right? Mm. That's the test. If I can build up, you know, buy these these likes and this engagement in one one place, one platform, one community, and I say, all right, now I need to take you from this platform and get you to my website because my acquisition costs would be less uh, lower there, or I need to take you to this e-learning course, this webinar that I'm doing somewhere else, right? If you can't get people from platform A to platform B, right, then you've over-indexed on exposure and not intimacy. The goal is mm-hmm. to, to get intimacy, right? And like you said, get those a thousand true ravenous fans that are on board for the community that you've built because that community exists, right? Um, and so how can you do that? How are some of the things that you do that? Well, the same thing that we talked about with deepening your relationships with your inner circle applies with your community that you're building, the time, right? The exp- like the the um, exposure to who you are, what you value, right? I was going to say transparency. Transparency, yep, exactly. you sharing your journey, sharing what you're going through. Um, you know, for us, we really started to see um, an acceleration in the communities that we've been able to build, the communities we built on Podbean, the communities that we built on um, Facebook, the communities that we've built on um, uh, IG, LinkedIn, um, based off of being transparent about who we are. If you guys listen to our podcast from the very first episode, boom, we're recording. Right. From the very first episode and episode two and three, like the very first three episodes is about getting to know who we are, what makes us tick, what has shaped our leadership view. We share our personal experiences. We talk about, you know, everything from being thrown in from offensive line to quarterback. (laughs) Right. To, um, you know, uh, uh, running for uh, class president, like it's a presidential campaign, right? Like we talk about those experiences and because of that transparency, because of that connection, we were able to establish a meaningful community and we've continued to build on that foundation based off of that, right? It's not mm-hmm. that, you know, um, we just come on here and we drop a bunch of, you know, nuggets and we study up and we read, right? But like, you're getting authentically us every single time that 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 you know we turn on this mic and we turn on the, the 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 red light and we start recording, and so the challenge for our entrepreneurs, as you guys are listening, our entre leaders out there, as you're building your brand, is how do you how do you create more transparency between you and your community? How do you bring them along for the journey? And to your point, you know, it's about being a good steward over a little. So that you can ultimately eventually be a good steward over a lot like you guys, if you've popped into some of our our cold brewing convo sessions, if you looked at some of the the early YouTube videos that we dropped, if you looked at our early downloads, like before we really started establishing the community, like our first couple of episodes, man, like 25 downloads in a week was a good week. Mm -hmm. You, You know what I mean? And now um, we've been blessed enough to foster a, a true community where in less than a week on an episode, you know, a couple of days, we can get 100 downloads, right? Mm-hmm. We, you know, we can get comments and engagements in, di- in different places that, that we're occupying, right? That is not, you know, because of some magic trick and algorithm and fancy Facebook marketing. It's not. It came from 
building a community built on transparency, built built on consistency, built built on time and going deep. And so that would be the challenge for our entrepreneurs or entre leaders as you're listening to this out there is finding ways to go deep with your community and then again building those a thousand true fans. Um, and if you do that, regardless of how many show up, you know, and you're consistent, they're going to be able to follow you wherever you decide to go, um, wherever you're taking your business. And um, if you're fortunate enough, that can grow from a thousand to ten thousand to a hundred thousand to a million. But it's all built on the foundation of, again, transparency and a deep relationship with that community. Yeah, absolutely. I like what you said, you know, being just being a good steward of the small things. Uh, and then you never know, you may be blessed with with even larger and greater things in the future. Uh, I think about the uh, Travis Scott uh, picture yeah. that I have laminated right over here next to me. Right. And we've talked about that. You know, when you go back and look at some of the cold brewing combos, there's times where we're live and there wasn't anybody there. It was just you and I talking to each other and to the camera. Um, but we knew like it also, you know, as, as an individual, as a, as you know, an entrepreneur, what is your why? Why are you doing this? You know what I mean? Are you really doing it just for the money or because you, you, you're passionate about this group of people that has some type of pain point or problems that you feel you have a solution for? Uh, and the passion that I have for that drives me to want to help, whether it's two people or whether it's 20 people or whether it's 200. And if you go into it with that mindset of how can I give, how can I share, how can I help elevate this person and and their story, their situation, their plight and help them elevate into a better situation. It's not guaranteed. But more times than not, you'll find yourself that you'll be blessed again with more opportunities because then especially like word of mouth. They start telling somebody else and, and they're raving about you. They're leaving reviews. Uh, I've had people that have reached out to me, you know, on LinkedIn and other platforms because, hey, like, man, I, I've talked to so and so and like they just they really appreciate the conversations. They appreciate what you're doing for them. You know, so now we're rocking with you. We're following you. I wanted to reach out and say hello or connect with you, either your podcast uh, or your Facebook community or even just connecting with you on LinkedIn. Um, yeah, it's it's remembering your why and again doing it more you know what are you truly passionate about and hopefully it's about helping people as opposed to just making money and when you do that uh more times and not in the long run um you'll be taken care of man you'll be taken care of and things will will work out for the better so um so think about quality versus quantity in your inner circle think about quality versus quantity in establishing your community uh, and hopefully also thinking about you know am I in this for the short term or am I in this for the long term and the long game um, which that's our perspective right like we'd rather focus on the few that we have uh, and whether that's in our Facebook community or now with our Podbeam community or our YouTube community making sure that we're doing everything that we can for our entree leaders out there to provide you fire content, right? Helping you to get more out of your 24 hours, time management, organizational skills, strategies for, you know, the budding entrepreneur, the person who's just getting started, helping you with goal setting and, um, you know, focusing on how do you really take this passion that I have and, and create 
you know, take the vision and, and really start to to piece that together a little bit more so that it's a little bit clearer for you. So you have a more definitive direction that you're going into to, again, create this business and this passion that you have to help people and to provide some type of product or service or experience to people that are out there. Um, that's what we're passionate about is helping individuals to do that. Uh, and we'll continue to focus on a few and God willing, there'll be more. Um, so again, for our listeners out there, we definitely appreciate you guys continuing to, to rock with us for our viewers on the YouTube channel. Again, we thank you as well for watching the videos, for liking the videos, for leaving comments, uh, continue to do so, so we can continue to, uh, engage with you in all of these different platforms. Um, so yes, like the podcast episode, uh, leave us a review, like the vidcast, the video portion of this, uh, leave us a comment, subscribe to the channel. We definitely, definitely appreciate that. So if you think about what we just said, just to remind you, you know, uh, before we kind of tie a, a bow on this again, quality instead of quantity. Uh, and just remember that choosing the right people for your inner circle takes time and trust. And think about that same thing for your customers, for your tribe, for your community. It takes time to build trust with them so that at some point, because we go into business to make money, let's, let's not get that twisted. At some point when you build that trust and they get to know you, like you and trust you, when it comes time, they'll be more than happy to, to pull out their card, uh, to open up their wallets and to invest in themselves, in your product, in your services, because again, you've cultivated that relationship uh, in whatever way that you do that, whether it's on you know social media or any other method, uh, your email campaigns and email marketing and things of that nature. Um, so just, you know, when you think about learning, reaching and growing, um, there's going to be times as an individual, you know that you're going to need to call on that that inner circle. So you want to make sure that you have people that you can trust uh, to give you that wise counsel. Um, knowing your makeup, knowing yourself, what makes you tick, what your passions are, what's important to you, that helps to determine, all right, who are these people? Again, they don't have to be exactly like you, you know, but what are, are some of those similarities that allows us to to, to vibe the way that we do and connect the way that we do. So I know that this is definitely somebody that I should and, and could and maybe even need to have within my inner circle. Um, what are your ultimate goals? You know, what, what are the things that, that you're trying to, to establish in life? And, and, you know, again, are you evenly yoked in those things? And we talk about uh, sharpening your soul, right? So spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, um, you know, in those areas, you know, are you are you aligned uh, or at least if, if it's not completely aligned, like you hold each other accountable so that, hey, I see some things where maybe you can you can improve in these areas to, to help yourself spiritually and your 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 walk in your faith or hey, bro. I see what's going on right now. Like, let's go work out. Let's, let's make sure that we're staying on top of our health and our fitness because we're getting older. We have a family that is looking to us uh, and we have responsibilities like all of those things. Again, iron sharpens iron. That accountability is just so, so helpful. Um, and, and when you focus on those things, you will build deep and lasting, again, friendships that will completely support you along the way. And same thing applies to your community and your tribe. Focus on those individuals, give them everything you got, and they will support you every step of the way. Um, I just, 
having said that, man, just Trinity Fitness came into mind and thinking about, you know, the people that started with us from the beginning and that tribe of Trinity Fit individuals that we built. And, you know, even to this day, like the love is still there again because of the love that was provided and what was poured out. And people love pouring back into you, man, when they know that you're sincere, you have a true appreciation for, for their best interests. Uh, and again, Entree leaders, focus on your community, think long term uh, and build that community. Give them everything you got. And again, I'm sure they will continue to support you along the way. Um, so I think that's about it, man. Um, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Legacy leaders, entree leaders for our next episode, which is going to be. Uh, another installment of MBA Mentored by Adversity. Uh, we're going to have Sunil, who is going to be our next guest, uh, who is an intuitive branding coach. Um, so we're going to do, I mean, we're, we're kind of somewhat talking about decisions, right? And who you're deciding to have in your inner circle. Uh, but as we get into the month of May, we're going to really be focusing on decision making. So usually we kind of have conversations and then cap it with uh, the guest, but I think we're going to do it a little bit differently. He's going to be talking to us about decision making and how your intuition should play a role and can play a role, especially when you really fine tune your intuition uh, with the decisions that you make. And that will uh, kind of continue to start us rolling into the month of May. And again, focusing on decision making and, and steps that you should take, things that you should think about uh, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, as an individual, um, and make sure that you have that decision-making process down packed. So stay tuned for that. We're excited about Sunil and the next guest and the next uh, installment of MBA. And then again, what we're going to be rolling into in May to finish off season two, more than a pod. Yes, sir. Um, so yeah, we're coming up on our 40th episode. So um, excited about that and everything that we have for for the rest of this season. So um, hope that you guys enjoyed this. Again, don't forget to like, don't forget to subscribe, don't forget to leave us a review. We appreciate that very much. If you want to hit us up on uh, Instagram, you can follow us at Legacy Leadership. You can follow myself, Coach Jimmy, Coach underscore Jimmy Chi Jr. You can follow Devon at Leadership Docent. Um, show us some love. Uh, and, you know, either meet us in the community uh, on Facebook or just continue to rock with us right here on Podbeam and on our YouTube community. We appreciate that very much. I uh, hope this was a value to you. If it yes. was, please share this uh, again. It costs you nothing to share this episode, whether it's the podcast, whether it's the video, share it with other entree leaders that, you know, are going to benefit from learning about why it's important to keep your inner circle small. So on that note, thank you very much. God bless, guys. On that beat, going crazy. You have just listened to the Legacy and Leadership Podcast, hosted by Jimmy Gonzalez and Devon Watts. Thank you, and we hope that you live, lead, and leave a legacy worth remembering. Until next time.